Well, hi King's Arms family, it is such a privilege to be speaking to you today. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Wendy and I am going to be finishing off our Exalted series today. Over the last five weeks we've been looking at different songs in the Bible that remind us of the nature and character and majesty of God so that we can lift our eyes to see him afresh and so that it stirs us to worship him. And Today I'm looking at the last song recorded in the Bible and it's a song uh, similar to the song that Simon looked at last week that John, the disciple John, sees in a vision. It's recorded in the book of Revelation, which is the last book of the Bible. And John sees this song being sung in heaven and we find it in Revelation 15. And uh, when, I, when I first looked at this passage, I looked at the title, I looked in my um, ESV translation, I looked at the title and it said, um, The Seven Angels with Seven Plagues. And uh, you can imagine, I was immediately absolutely delighted to be able to preach on such an inspiring and light title um, to help us worship. Uh, actually, honestly, I panicked a little bit and I quickly looked for my NLT, my New Living Translation Bible, and I found a different title. And the title was The Song of Moses and of the Lamb. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to profess to understand all the ins and outs of the book of Revelation because I don't. But what I have learned as I've read this scripture, as I've prayed, as I've read around it, is that these two titles, the one about God's judgment that's reflected in plagues and the one about worship that's reflected through song are actually not mutually exclusive. Actually, the truth is that the inevitability of God's judgment that's going to come on the earth to secure his complete victory over everything should and will cause worship to rise up across the entire planet. And so I want us to look at this scripture together. I'm going to pull out a few thoughts and my prayer is that it will really stir our hearts to worship him with new passion. So let's look together. We're going to look in Revelation 15 verses 1 to 4 and it says this. Then I saw in heaven another marvellous event of great significance. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues, which would bring God's wrath to completion. I saw before me what seemed to be a glass sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and his statue and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them, and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvellous are your works, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous deeds have been revealed. Now, in this vision and in this part of the Bible, we learn from John at the beginning of the passage that what he's seeing involves God's wrath and judgment being poured out on the earth. We also learn from John that this is a marvellous event of great significance and it actually causes those in heaven to worship and to celebrate. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever thought about God's wrath and judgment leading to worship and celebration? 
I certainly hadn't before I looked in a bit more depth at this passage. You know, has the thought of God's wrath and judgment ever, ever stirred praise and celebration in your heart? Well, it hadn't, hadn't for me. But I think if we look in a bit more depth in this passage, and particularly the song that's sung, we can understand the link a little bit more. And so first of all, we're told that um, by John that the, the victorious believers in heaven are singing the song of Moses. And the song of Moses is actually the first song in scripture. It happens in Exodus 15. And Moses sings it in response to God's miraculous deliverance of him and the people of Israel from the oppression of the Egyptians. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if you've actually uh, ever seen the um, uh, Prince of Egypt musical in London. Um, I actually went to see it a few weeks ago. And although sadly the storyline doesn't doesn't properly follow the the story in scripture there was a moment where I had a revelation moment because right at the beginning of the show that the curtains are drawn back and immediately you're shown the um, Israelites being oppressed by the Egyptians and you see them experience slave experiencing the slavery and the harsh treatment and the torture and the oppression and and then they sing the, the well-known song deliver us deliver us which is their cry to God their prayer to God and so the curtains open, you see this scene, and then you hear this, this, this loud cry from all the people on the stage in these amazing harmonies. But there's this wall of sound that comes at you, deliver us! Like there's this, there's this cry that comes out of the people's hearts. And I had this revelation moment uh, of, the, of how desperate the people of Israel must have been. I mean, that story is so familiar to many of us. But suddenly in that moment, I realized these people, the people of God, were absolutely desperate for God to break in. They were absolutely de desperate for freedom. They were desperate for God to do something, to, to judge those who are oppressing them and exploiting them so that they could step into freedom. They were desperate. And I'm, I'm sure we know the story. God does break in with a series of plagues, which, which is interesting. It shows the link at the plagues against the Egyptians and the seven plagues that the angels are holding in Revelation 15. And ultimately, uh, we see God break in with his judgment and he, he wipes out the, the enemy of the Israelites. He wipes out the Egyptians uh, by, um, just, uh, by dealing with them in, in the Red Sea. And he, and, he, and he wipes them out and he brings the Israelites into freedom. And in Exodus 15, Moses celebrates the freedom uh, that the Israelites step into. He celebrates the destruction of the Egyptians because God has moved in such a powerful way. His judgment and wrath has poured out on the Egyptians. And, and he's dealt with the enemy of the Israelites that was too powerful for Moses and the Israelites to deal with. They were stuck. They could not do anything. And God has broken in and wiped them out. And what, what comes out of Moses' heart is worship, thanksgiving. Thank you, God, for breaking in. Thank you, God, for setting us free. And we see justice is done. And the people of Israel are able to breathe a collective sigh of relief because they are finally free. They are finally free. Now, can you start to see the connection between God's wrath and judgment and worship? Can you start to see the connection? The judgment of God in this story led to the ultimate freedom of the people of Israel 
and it led to worship. And the song in Revelation 15 um, basically sums up the song of Moses in Exodus 15. And you can see that, can't you? Great and marvellous are your works. God, we love what you do. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you did. Thank you for bringing freedom. Just and true are your ways. Just and true are your ways. God, even in your judgment, you are just and you are true. We love your ways. All nations will come and worship before you. God, the truth is all nations are going to see that you are king, that you are victorious over all things. All nations are going to come to know that you are king of kings. So John tells us that in Revelation 15, the victorious believers are singing the song of Moses. But they're also singing the song of the Lamb. They're also singing the song of the Lamb. And the song of the Lamb points back to a moment of history that is a far big, bigger and better victory than what we see uh, in, the, in the situation with Moses and the Israelites. It points to a victory that isn't just about freedom for one nation. It, to- it points to a victory that brings, brings freedom and breakthrough for the entire planet, for the whole cosmos. It points back to the moment where Jesus goes to the cross and he wins our freedom for us and freedom for the whole planet. The cross, when Jesus went to the cross, when he died on the cross and rose again, it brought about absolute victory for every tribe, every tongue, every people, every people group, every nation on this entire planet. And the truth is, if you if you are a Christian listening, if you're listening and you're a believer and you know Jesus, we are able to breathe a very big collective sigh of relief because we are free because of the victory of Jesus on the cross. And if you're hearing, if you're listening to this and you don't yet know Jesus and you would say that you're still looking into um, what, what Jesus is all about, who he is, what he's done, I want to tell you there's some really good news for you because he has won and secured a victory for you that will completely transform your life, not just now, but for all eternity. You know, the the most staggering thing to me about this victory that Jesus won for us on the cross that we get to enjoy is that he was completely innocent. Jesus was completely innocent. Jesus was pure and holy. He wasn't an oppressor like the Egyptians. He wasn't enslaving anyone. He wasn't exploiting anyone. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 5, we see that he is actually described as someone who knew no sin. Jesus knew no sin, and yet he became sin for us. He became sin for us. He took all of our sin and all of our shame and all of our mess on himself, and then the judgment and the wrath of of God was poured out on him. The judgment and the wrath that we deserved because we were the enemy was poured out on Jesus so that we could step into freedom. We get to be free because of the incredible grace of Jesus and because of what he's done on the cross. And I just can't get my head around that. I don't know about you, I just cannot get my head around the fact that the one who was completely innocent received the wrath and judgment of God so that we could be free. And you know, the crazy thing is, we didn't even know we needed freedom. We weren't desperate like the Israelites. We weren't crying out, 
deliver us, deliver us. We didn't even know our need. We didn't even know that we needed to be forgiven. We didn't even know that, that there was a huge chasm between us and God and that we'd been made to be in relationship with the Father, but we'd messed it all up. We weren't crying out, God, we're desperate, deliver us. We were oblivious. And yet, because God loved us, because he is so full of love for us, he took the initiative. He was the one desperate to come back into the relationship, to bring us back into the relationship with him we'd been made for. And so he took the initiative and he sent his son to go to the cross to to receive our punishment so that we could be free. It's incredible. That's why grace is so amazing. We deserve none of this. We, We don't deserve any of it. We could never earn it. But because of his great love, we receive it freely. His grace is so amazing. And it makes sense, doesn't it, that the victorious believers in Revelation 15 are singing the song of the Lamb, that it's also known as the song of the Lamb. Great and marvellous are your works. Wow, God, we love what you do. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the victory. Great and marvellous are the things you do. Just and true are your ways. Sometimes I don't understand them, God, but just and true are your ways. I certainly didn't understand why Jesus took my punishment. But wow, just and true are your ways. Thank you, God, for your ways. All nations will come and worship before you. You have won absolute victory. You have dealt with every enemy on the cross. All nations are going to know you are king. All nations. Let me ask you, is the song of the Lamb in you? Is the song of the Lamb in you? Does awe-filled worship bubble out of you because of the cross? You know, those of us who are Christians, our lives have been completely transformed by the cross and by the grace of Jesus. And it's so important that we take time to remember, to reflect, to remind ourselves what he's done for us. And actually, if, whether you're watching or whether you're listening to this, I want to encourage you just to take a moment to pause Pause this preach, give you permission to stop listening for a bit. Just press pause and take some time to reflect. What was my life like before I knew Jesus? What was my standing before God before I knew him? What did it look like? And then I want you to think through, what does it look like now? What does it look like now? My life has been completely transformed by Jesus. I used to be insecure. I didn't know who I was. I didn't like who I was. I was broken. I was full of pain and shame. But Jesus has broken in and completely turned my life around. I've got a brand new identity. I've got an eternal hope. I now know who I am. I love who I am. I love who God's made me. He's healed the pain and brokenness in my heart. What about you? Just take some time. Press pause. Reflect. As you reflect, let thanksgiving rise up in your heart. And if you're listening or watching and you don't yet know Jesus, I encourage you, just press pause and just pray. God, would you reveal yourself to me? Would you show me who you are, what you're like, what you've done for me? Just take a moment to do that now. Brilliant. Well, whether you did press pause or not, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that a desire to worship is bubbling up in your heart. Uh, But I just want to finish with this, and that is looking at our future hope. You know, in John's vision, the believers are singing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb as they anticipate something that's going to come. God's wrath and judgment being brought to completion on the earth. So they're not just remembering, they're not just looking back to points in history. They're also celebrating something that's about to come. 
And the truth is that Jesus' death and res resurrection secured absolute victory over the enemy. Okay, but we don't have to look very far to realise that we are not yet living in the fullness of his victory that he won on the cross. We are living in this in-between place where vic victory has been secured, but we're not yet seeing it in all its fullness. And the truth is that our world is broken. There's so much darkness and evil and corruption and exploitation and deprivation. There's so much pain across our planet, but also in our own lives, we experience injustice and pain and brokenness and suffering. And it can cause us to ask the question, is he really king? Is he really king of the nations? Is he really doing a good work? Is he really making all things new? And the comfort for us is that Revelation 15 answers that loud and clear. Because Revelation 15 tells us there will come a day when God's wrath and judgment pours out on the earth to deal with every bit of evil once and for all. It is going to get dealt with. He is going to reveal his victory on the planet. And we can take incredible comfort from that. And there will be a day when the, the entire cosmos breathes a collective sigh of relief. We are finally completely free. Moses sang his song of celebration after he and the people of Israel had received deliverance. The believers in heaven sing their song of celebration in anticipation of the freedom that is to come, of the victory that is to come. And we already have so much to celebrate because of Jesus on the cross. But I want to add to our worship the inevitability of the victory that is going to come on the earth. It's inevitable. It's just a matter of time before God breaks in and deals with every, every ounce of evil on the planet. And I want to encourage us as we ponder on that to respond in two ways. First of all, I want us to get desperate. I want us to cry out, God, deliver us. Deliver me. Deliver our nation. Deliver the nations of the world. Deliver us. God loves to respond to the prayers of his sons and daughters. Let's be praying. God, break in. Deliver us. We want to see your victory break in across the entire planet. And second, our second response is worship. Let's worship in anticipation of the inevitability of his victory being poured out across the entire planet. Let that truth cause worship to rise up in your heart. It's just a matter of time. He's won and we are going to get to enjoy the fullness of his victory one day. One day. Let's just pray together. Let's pray together. Father, we just want to thank you for your victory. We want to thank you uh, that this song in scripture helps us to see that no matter what's going on around us, we can worship and have hope because you have won. You really are king of the nations. And so, Father, we just pray, bring greater revelation to our hearts right now. Pray for everyone listening. For those of us who are Christians, take this revelation to a completely new level. For those who don't yet know you, God, would you show them who you are and the fact that they can lean their full weight of trust on you because you are completely victorious. Come and fill us, Holy Spirit. Come and fill us, Holy Spirit. 
And I just want to pray real quick. I just felt like God particularly wanted to meet with people today who've got issues with their mouth. So stuff to do with your tongue, your teeth, your jaw, your vocal cords, anything that impacts your mouth and your ability to speak or sing. If that's you, I just quickly want to pray for you. And so maybe just put your hand on your jaw or your mouth or wherever you need breakthrough. And Father, I just want to pray in, in Jesus' name for complete healing in every person that needs breakthrough in their mouth, in their jaw, in their tongue, their vocal cords, their teeth. In Jesus' name right now, Father, I pray that you would pour out your healing power and that you would bring healing and breakthrough. Let us see a glimpse of the absolute victory that you have won right now in this moment as you heal people's bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining and hope you have a brilliant week.